Yo, 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 we live on location with another Knuckleheads Classic. Man, this taking it back all the way to season one, man. This was on a patio at the big house. Yes, we had sir. to get this one. We had a very, very young Jason Tatum, and then his teammate was young Kyrie Irving. This one, we had them both together on the patio at my house. This was early season when we first started doing this thing. What you remember about that, up, Black? Yeah, at the time, man, Lil J was in the second year. Kyrie was playing with him. Them boys were Celtics, and they was trying to do something different, man. And just to have them over to your crib, man, kick back with the fellas, man, and talk some noise, it was dope, man. And now to see where they at now, Kyrie's in Dallas. Jason Tatum is one MVP of MVP candidate. He's scratching the surface of trying to get him a chip now. For me, it was a family affair at this point. You know, this was a 24-7. Jeff Wexler is the agent of everybody in the building. So that was yeah. that was special for us to be able to do that. It was at the crib. That's why I was at my house. It was at the home, you know what I'm saying? For me, I mean, it's a lot that's been happening since then. So I think this is a great one to revisit because we got into a lot of deep conversations with both of them. But I think this is a dope one to get back in tune with because it was a lot touched on and a lot has changed since then. Yeah, it's a lot changed for us, too, because, man, remember, that was one of the first, first ones we done, yeah. done, man. We was at the crib, so now we done moved on up a little bit. Got us a little bit of traveling and a little bit of surface. So, man, this is definitely one of our classics. This episode aired on March 12, 2019. was the first person when you got in the league to bust your ass when you was like <laughs> we you came after that game like first game most of that first game <laughs> first game I played against Jose Calderon you freaking baby it is never like you, you think never it's think gonna that be that like somebody like the super it is never uh, the superstar in the league it's always somebody in Cleveland Jose Calderon bust my ass. <laughs> he gave me 26 and 14. Yo, he was fucking celebrating like a motherfucker. I was sick. I had six and six that night. I was like, yo, this motherfucker, yo. And I swear to you to this day, and shout out to my man Jose Calderon now, because he yeah. knows I will dog him. Every time you see him. We play against Toronto that next year. That's when I hit that game winner. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, yo, y'all motherfuckers playing with me, yo. Every time I see you when he was in New York, I was like, yo, I'm funny. Every time I see him, straight up. It was personal every time after that. Sure. Respect, man. Boston Celtics in the building. Kyrie Irving. Jason Tatum, yes, sir. and we gonna represent tonight. We appreciate y'all fellas stopping through and keeping it real with us, right. man. Mm -hmm. This is Q Rich and D Miles and Knuckleheads. We culture pushers. That's when I knew I was like, I'm gonna be a rebel. This is Fact Finder right here. This is a story that people don't know. You can't call me soft and you can't disrespect where I'm from. I did deal with a lot of losers and that shit sucked. Now I gotta get crap. We come from an authentic OG standpoint. But it's always good vibes. Yo, what are y'all doing here? I thought I was just coming over to watch the game and you guys got microphones set up in the backyard and... Okay. I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. That background interference y'all hear is because we sitting here on location at the Boom Boom Room, a.k.a. the Juke Joint, a.k.a. the Honeycomb Hideout. 
So we outdoors on location in, in, in wonderful, beautiful Florida, but you might hear a, a background sound or two. Who, who's you? The one person. Oh, man. First, not the first person that got a hold of you. You was like, <laughs> oh, it's real out here. <laughs> first, I remember the first game playing Cleveland. Oh. First time coming back. You know, I, I set a screen on somebody and I slipped. I, don't, I ain't going to say no names. Somebody had the ball, and they could have threw it, like, right here for the layup. But he, he threw me a little lob pass. It's on some hang time. <laughs> so it took four seconds to get there. And I, as soon as I catch it, somebody, mm. <laughs> this is and, and look, and now he's going back and blaming this on me. He's talking if about you watch, if you, you watched LeBron the clip, came he had a chance to bang on Bron right there the first play. Like, yeah. yo, show, show him what's up. He came out thinking it was about like to be sweet. Like, thinking, like, thinking, like, this is high school, like, <laughs> Bron not about to chase my shit like like, like he, he see the <laughs> like give me that. Like, he ain't see the I mean, like, play the he blaming me like I'm like yo got this cut through the ball like to the ceiling. I like, loved it. Hey, Q, he could have caught it, D Miles. He could have caught it. Six nine. He wanted to six ten. Yeah. Six. Hey. Yeah, like he, he, he laid it up. Bron was like, give me that when shit. He bumped all into him and was ready. <laughs> like, oh, look at the young boy. Young boy got look at him. Hey. Chris Webber gave places. me he gave me like 32 see, all don't jump feel hooks. bad though because see at least you jump got your hooks. shot blocked my first time ever in life getting dunked on in the NBA he pushed me in too what he pushed me <laughs> pushed me big dog Glenn Robinson oh shout man. out my man Sam Cassell two-point Jesus he come off the screen he did whatever and he threw it and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. This boy, he pushed. Two hands. Man, pushed. y'all see Plumley push the other. Fo- That's what he did. The what Beasley, Plumley did to Beasley the other day. And you the gotta play some D. Screen, he just put. He pushed me. You gotta play and some D, one. man. Big dog hanging on the rim. I, I turn around and I say, and he laughed. I think he pushed. Me. He laughed. I swear to God, he laughed. I say, boy. I say, you know, Kane killed Abel, right? Like, that's what he did. That's how he did me. Like first time ever in the NBA getting flushed on. All right, it's time to talk about the Lou again now. Uh, <laughs> you know How does it feel to be the leader? <laughs> the leader? I told you. I told you. I told you. I'm about, we the might get some state Chicago guests up here. We ain't gonna talk about nothing but Chicago oh, stuff. Man. This is for my man. Like this is a Lou thing. How does it feel to be the leader, one of the leaders of the new generation coming out of St. Louis? You and Bradley? No, it, it feels great because, you know, growing up, you know, just if I didn't get to see y'all in high school, I, I saw y'all in the league and I, or I saw y'all come back and play in the Bonner League. And, you know, I used to talk about my talk with my dad. He used to tell me about Jihadi and Lauren Woods yeah. and Chris Carrawell, Anthony Bonner, because, you know, those guys are a lot older than me. And I would just ask him, like, who he thought was better, who did this. He had he had stories for days. Stories for days. And I remember when I was coming up, you know, I was like, man, I used to tell myself, like, I want to be the best player to ever come out of here from St. Louis. And yeah. my dad was like, it's going to start in high school. And he yeah. was like, because there's some killers that came before you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and every day he was like, if you want to be the best, like, you got to do this, this, and that. And after my sophomore year, it started to become like, man, I, I maybe could, you know, be the best. Yeah. But as I was growing up, it was like, everybody was like, I don't know if he better than Brad. Well, I don't know if Brad better than Larry. Well, I don't know if Larry better than D-Miles. And that's <laughs> all I kept hearing. Like, I don't, he good, but I don't know if Lil Tatum yeah, better yeah. than D-Miles yet. But after my senior year, they was like, yeah, he might be. <laughs> 
But uh, that's all you want. You want to be, you know, be know that you among and then yeah. like especially once you feel you among and everybody start taking out. Now I can go from there. Now I can do what I gotta do. Right. Yeah. And you you could take it and run from there. Right now you can be like Mayweather, TBE, <laughs> TBE. Right. Then when somebody else come along, you let them just take the crown and keep on moving with it. And, and that was, that was a good thing. Like Brad. When after uh, after Brad graduated, yeah. you know he was always talking to me. And he he wanted me to be better than him, yeah. and I thought that was that was really you know special. Like he was always rooting for me, and he wanted me to break all his records. And you know I try to do the same with you know the kids back yeah, home. Like yeah, that's how Larry was. With that's me. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's for. how Larry was. With me, I had that East Side mentality coming across the water. Like yeah, I'm better than you, Larry. <laughs> he kind of like son me, nah, little bro. Larry, Larry. First of all, you, you gonna get you, you can't right. even approach Larry Hughes with that energy. He is yeah. literally one of the coolest people you will ever, ever meet in the history of life. Ever. He I'm not lying me to you. Like one of like, the, yeah, he might on, give you a few. He don't got no, many words, but words. everything is smooth and cool <laughs> as it come. And he's yeah. one of the, like, I'm tired, I play with him two, three different teams. One of the coolest dudes, bro. Like, L Boogie. Like, L Boog. <laughs> me and Tate is connected with his daddy and Godfather and just being for St. Louis. You, we connected by the agents, our, our dear, dear agent, Jeff Wexler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got a lot of funny stories. I don't know if Jeff, Jeff ever told you this. Uh, he a great man, but I think uh, me and Q got drafted, and uh, we played a whole year. It was our first year, so I had like a little charity game in East St. Louis, and East St. Louis is all hood. So he came and visited me to get me to sign to him in East St. Louis, all in the hood and stuff. He was asking about all the stray dogs and stuff that was around. So, you know, we had the charity game, and we were just out late. Two o'clock in the morning, just out late, and he was kind of concerned. Like, yeah, y'all going to East St. Louis, be careful. So we call him, like, oh man, somebody got shot, man. The police got us. Something happened. Two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, he panicked so crazy. He called us, like, all that. And we used to just really just get into him. So, what we want to know from y'all, what kind of stories, or have y'all even messed with him as far as that? <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> uh, uh, Man, I mean, well, Jeff came at me in like in a different way. Like I, I came to his house in Miami. It was I was, you know, 19 years old, coming from Duke, going to Chicago pre-draft, and you know, I'm just like I, I basically put my life in this man's hands. I'm like, all right, you gotta trust Jeff. Like he yeah. just got no, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a businessman. He's business savvy. Has great relationships, and you gotta really trust his advice, even when it goes against what you believe sometimes, exactly. like, what you want to do. Like true, I even want to do my own thing. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want to do. What I'm gonna do. And Jeff's like, yo. You're young, relax, you got a lot of time. You're like, no, I want it now, I want it now. So, um, you know, in the beginning, just my discipline. Like, that was what it came down to. Like, Debbie, beautiful wife, his kids, welcome in his home. Amazing family. You know, took care of me before the draft, made sure I was good, made sure I was well fed. Robin Pound. Robin Pound. Became my strength and conditioning coach. The guru. Yep. (laughs) The guru. You know, and that in itself was like, I was in Miami, 19, so I was trying to see what was going on around Miami. And Jeff and Debbie, they knew what was going on the whole time, but I pretended like they didn't. Coming in late, you know, just doing things as a 19-year-old draft pick, like going on boats that I wasn't supposed to be going on, doing stuff. I just wasn't. And Jeff was, you know, powering through. Just trying to see the sights. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. You know, experience. Experience Miami, you know, so. I mean, I've only been with Jeff for a year, year and a half now, but uh, I'm like the good kid. I ain't got no no crazy stories with Jeff. We get along cool. 
Him and my mom, they get into it a lot though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she don't let much slide, so but he appreciate that. But uh, you know, nah, Jeff can help me out a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jeff a pretty, good one. He, he pretty pretty early in, but what I'm like, you out here right now. This boy on commercials <laughs> and he got yeah. Gatorade, like, do you realize that you was really out here? Mainly because what you did last year, you took advantage of, I mean, obviously we all know you took major advantage of the opportunity that was presented, but like, with that being said, like, okay, you still had Ben Simmons was the, was the rookie of the year and uh, Donovan Mitchell was the runner up. You won way more stuff than either one of them. Yeah, yeah. National, definitely. local, like I watch, like he said, we root for y'all because this, this family, this this Jeff Wexler, twenty four seven. This all family. So we, I'm watching your games. You know, on the package, I'm watching. So I see you with donuts in your hands. <laughs> the man on the How to Train Imagine a Dragon, Dragon commercial. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, wait a minute. I had to hit Jay one time. I said, Yo, Jay, man, y'all out there. I said, Nothing. Yeah. I say he he having a good run. I say, Man, no love. I know what's going on. I'm getting it in for him. Straight up. So like, do you realize you out there on on some boys that you know what I'm saying would have per se more accolades or whatever like. You got somebody that's really, you know what I'm saying, getting it in for you. You know, I don't really think about it since I'm in the moment. But uh, that was one of the things I talked about. That's one of the reasons I signed with Jeff, because, you know, I wanted to come in a situation where, you know, all the other agents got 20 guys, 15 right. guys. Yeah, and at right. the time, he only had Kyle that was in the league. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I could have more of his attention. You know, I got in and he told me, you know, I told him I, once I got to the league, like, Jeff, I want to do as much off the court stuff as possible. I don't care how big or little, you know, I just Smart. want to get my face out there. And, you know, you know, he's been working hard for me and, you know, we've been working hard together and just being, you know, with Kai, you know, some of the things that he doesn't want to do, you know, they, right. I get the opportunity and yeah. you know, I take the check, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he, he, he so threw I appreciate all of that. Commercials and movies and all sorts of stuff gave us crazy opportunities that, man, it's a blessing to have him and get the opportunity to do that. So and you I just think keep on the, doing that. Yeah, I think that's the best thing, like you said, about how, I mean, even you, you said how Jay approached all of us. And from day one, he was he was honest about the whole process, the whole process, which we were obviously green and not knowing anything to, and he could have taken advantage, and it was absolutely people that were taking advantage of in our draft that we knew that had agents were taking percentages yeah. out and different things, and he was educating us as to why he wasn't going to take the percentage out of ours, and he was only going to make money when he made money for us in the first contract. And so for me, it was just like you hit the jackpot right out the gate. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is 18 years later, and we still family, and we don't yeah. per se bring money into Jay Pocket, but we could call Jay for anything, and yeah. he's going to fight for us like we his biggest winner. Yeah. I, mean, I think seeing that and being and being able to go through a career and go through a whole career and come out on the other side and still have that love from him and see other people who was with people as long or longer and they don't get that same love because they not bringing them a check anymore. Yeah, he always give you the tough and the honest conversations, you know, so you can be the best person. Put the best yeah. people around you. He put the best doctors for my mom for cancer and best doctors for my niece, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, you know, he definitely... Big us up. That's why we definitely wanted to big them up and uh, you know let y'all talk about them a little bit more to show like the love that we get and the bond that we all have together. And, and y'all boys got a different type of a bond too with y'all Duke brotherhood. I'm opposed. I will say that. I'm a deep, <laughs> no, proud, right. I'm a deep proud, deep proud blue demon, and and you know that's what we Long doing. Uncle Rod with this. So I, you Th know, there you I, go. That's <laughs> he, there you go. He said his uncle Rod, the goat. 
OG Rod Strick. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's family. That's my godfather. So, yes. what made y'all commit to Duke and go to Duke? Go ahead. You start off. <laughs> Uh, you just did 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both of them spent. Well, y'all ain't spent about five months and some change yeah, up in there, right, but y'all yeah. are. Y'all Best five months of my life. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> my boy, my boy, my boy 50, Corey McGetty, is the, he was the inaugural freshman in the league, so I right. know he, mm -hmm. he was the first one. So, you know, y'all got up out of there quick. Yeah. Uh, I think when I was younger, probably like eighth, ninth grade, you know, I always looked at Duke like, like it's Duke, but I was like, I'd, I'd never get the opportunity to go there. Like, I didn't know anybody from St. Louis until Chris Carwell, he went yeah. there. I think when I took my visit, I was uh, 16, my junior year. And um, just to see the relationship that Coach K had with his players. And I got to talk to Jaleel, Taj, Justice Winslow, and you know, just to see how they talked about Coach when he wasn't around. And I talked to some other players at other schools and just the, the genuine love and, and, and care that they had between each other, the coach and the, and, and the players was just different at Duke. And just to see how all the, the former players would come back and how everybody's connected. Like, you know, me and Kai, six years apart, you know, Shane Battier, mm -hmm. just everybody that went to Duke, you know, it's like family because we all played for the same person. And uh, after I took my visit, I wanted to commit on the spot. You know, like, this is the <laughs> right. place for me. But uh, so, my pops, he was like, yo, we got to take other visits. We got to see other coaches. I was like, no, nah, yo, like, I'm <laughs> like I want to commit now. But uh, I ended up committing, you know, later that summer. And uh, like I said, it was the best six months of my life. I wish <laughs> right. I went back. That's but uh, that's how much fun I had. Yeah. I was same, same. Like, it was like my junior year, I transferred into St. Pat's in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Started getting more exposure. I started playing against better competition. Shout out Al Harrington. Facts. Straight uh, up. Shaheen Straight Holloway. Up. My boys. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's family up there. Kevin Boyle, even though he's at Montverde now, I always have love for just what right. they gave me there. Like, that's yeah. right out here. I went from MK scoring 2,000 points in two years to St. Pat's to being on potentially like a bench player to trying to earn my spots. And that was like two totally different environments. Yeah. So once I started playing against the best, that's when best coaches started coming and then once coach k came around i was like yo coach k like, me and my dad was like yo coach k is around yo he came to nook i remember he came downtown nook in jersey for me yeah. i was like i'm playing against nook tech whole hood and then everybody in there is just things going on and coach k's at the top of the bleachers like watching with um one of his assistants and my dad's in the crowd, my family's in the crowd, and I just imagine myself like, damn, I'm. You know, it's I'm, like I, it's I had on. 30 and three quarters. Like, I was like, yo, yo I'm going to do guts and guts. I got to show out for this. Yeah. I got, I'm. <laughs> but the same way, I went on the campus and I told Coach, I like, I went in his den. I was like, hey, Coach, like, I'm coming. Like, and my, I told my dad the same thing, and he was like, no, we got to take other visits. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I went to Texas A&M. Shout out to Scott Spinelli. Um, that's one of my dad's best friends he went to at BU, and then uh, my Uncle Rob was at Kentucky. So oh, I took okay. the Kentucky visit. Yeah. And me and uh, Drizzy, the, the Drizzy effect almost caught me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost caught me. I almost took a picture, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Big Blue Nation, respect to Kentucky fans. You know? right. They just ready, like the lights, right. John Wall doing that. I was there for the first thing. When John did the first thing, I was Midnight like, oh, yes, DeMarcus Cousins, yeah. all that. And oh, it was okay. just the, 
the freshman, E Bled, like yeah. all those guys were there. And he was like, this like could that's be when Kentucky was like, I was yeah, like, yeah. I almost went Kansas. Sound like when Kansas almost got him. Had him all drooling. They got me in Allen Fogg Fieldhouse. Hit you with the wrong tongue. The whole, this was on late night with Roy. Coach Steady and he hit you with the, the whole building swaying. They rock chalk Jayhawk. And instead of saying K, you they hit you with the Q Rich. I was in that thing like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh man, me and my homeboys at high school used to at Nike cameras though. We were stupid. We used to have this little thing. You know how coaches and everything you walk, you walk about, we, I commit. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mess with me, turn around. You like, I was like, I was up in that joint. Like, oh man, I'm about to commit for real. <laughs> like, but it's just like you said, the whole thing, I had promised my coaches and my pops, like, we not committing on no visits. We yeah. gonna get back, clear your head, and think things <laughs> out. And that was, if it was up to that, I would have been committed to KU. I don't know what would have yeah. happened, but I would have did it on the spot up in there. <laughs> that, midnight, that midnight man has got me committed. I, I met Jay-Z, my Midnight Madness. Oh, he hosted St. John Midnight Madness. My first time really in New York to kind of chill. And, and Omar was with me, Omar Cook, and he wanted to go with Eric Barkley to a so-called club. I'm like, nah, I'm going with Jay-Z. He invited us. And I kicked it with Jay-Z <laughs> all night. When I got back, I went to Kentucky and all that. I just couldn't stop thinking about that Midnight Madness. <laughs> the environment, it was like the rucker or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was. Real deep, and I committed to St. John's, like, right away. What is something that Coach Caden done, like, in the locker room or gave you something? Like, oh, okay, that's, that's what he do. Like, like, a, like, like when he got on y'all for, for not playing hard or, oh, yeah. you know, it, it ain't the same Coach K that walked in your door trying to get you to commit. It's the Coach <laughs> K that wanted to win a championship. Like, he, what, what are some of the stories you can tell us about that? He going to have more because I, <laughs> I only play 11 games. Right. I played 11 yeah, games, so – I had coach for the first eight, and I was dogging. I, mean, I was like, coach was, he pulled me aside after I think game three or something like that in the season. He said, look, go for it. Like, lead our team. And they had just come off a national championship the year before, playing against Gordon Hayward, who was on Butler, yeah. and uh, Coach Stevens. Yeah. So how crazy how ironic that right. is now. Yeah. Right, right, right. 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 You know? <laughs> but like, coach was just hella chill that year. He was like, we're just gonna get through the regular season. And when I went down, it was like, I. I had to take a step back. I had to focus on rehab and take care of my body. That's when it really hit me that basketball was like, yeah, like everything in college. Right, right. Like I had never been hurt before. Like yeah. you know what I mean? I, I was like sidelined. I had a toe injury. I didn't know what it was. Like I the dumb shit I was doing. Like I thought about it. Like after I got hurt from Jersey, I got hurt in Jersey at Continental Airlines Arena. That was a big time home game. I was home, Jersey, everybody there, and I get hurt in front of my family. Yeah. I go back to Durham and instead of going to my room and resting my foot, I go out. <laughs> <laughs> I go out. Like, this is just me that's and that's my boy, state. That's like, boy invincible well, stuff. I go me out invincible. and I'm in a walking boot and I'm in the. Turning up. Turning <laughs> up. What am I doing with my life? Hey, I'm not taking basketball serious, hey. Is this my life? <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, and that's when it got taken away and then rehab just, I focus on that. So, yeah. underwater treadmill, just really getting my body right to just play in the NCAA tournament, give us a chance to win a national championship. Yeah, and I would appreciate a coach that much more after he let me come back because Nolan had it going, Kyle had it going. I'm just this 18-year-old kid. I'm only here for a year. He knows I'm, you know, he knows I'm out. Like I was projected to be number one or number two. I didn't have to come back. And I'm like, I want to come back for yeah. the team. And coach gave me that chance. Like, I'm still rolling with you. Like, yeah. I haven't played in three and a half months. That's so yeah. that's, that's what it was like. I was like his little me and coach always joking, but I'm like the one that got away from him. Like right. yeah. he could just 
never coached me except for the USA. That's how we made it up, winning a gold medal. It's like, oh, man, I was like the one that, you know. He used to always get on me for not being selfish. Like, even if I would make the right play yeah. and we score, I mean, we played Pitt at home and we, and we won, but I only took like, I think we won by like 15 or 20, but I only took like six shots. So the next day at practice, I'm like, practice is gonna be cool. We won yesterday. So we're going to film. And for 45 minutes, the whole film was about me. Like, just <laughs> shot. I, I come in the film, like, we good. Like, practice is going to be light. We going out later. Yeah. No. The whole film was about me. Every time I caught the ball and I didn't shoot it, and, like, if I passed it up, he was just on my head. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole 45 minutes, and I was hot. But the best story I got, we was playing at Virginia, and I only had two points. I had two points in the first half, and I, I guess I kept passing up shots. Came in, he took his he took his uh, suit jacket off and he threw it like right at my feet. And he was yelling at me, and I never forget this. He said, "You acting like a, a soft ass St. Louis kid." Ooh, and <laughs> oh, that was that's, pissed. That's, 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 <laughs> that, that was the Chicago when Coach K came out. Yeah. He had to keep it Chicago I with you right quick. Yes, I ended. Up, I had like twenty eight points in the second half, but every, like anywhere <laughs> I fire, <laughs> right. fire. Anywhere I go, I go out of town, I go to college, like, I always have my St. Louis hat. Like, everywhere I let it be known, like, I'm from St. Louis, so don't, you can't call me soft, and you can't disrespect where I'm from, and he knew the buttons to push, because the whole second half, I was hot, I didn't smile one time, and I had 28 in the second half. That's hilarious, he went at the light skin that's in your city. In my city, I was sick. Can't, can't, two things you don't cross with. What about the uh, the new generation? This 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 new Duke team is just yeah, like, man, Zion, something though, like Zion. none other. The, 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 the recognition they getting, the attention they getting, is, you never really seen a Duke team like this. That, that, you know after that saying? first game and they bopped Kentucky, it got a little out of hand. They was talking <laughs> they could beat NBA team. Like, slow down, right. slow yeah. down. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they nice, but yeah. no, you're not beating the NBA team. I think, well, all in general, just terms the youthful generation, like, they have a long way to go. Like, yeah. it, quick success is not IG likes and just it somebody preached. telling you that you're – that good like it's there are people that come before you that have been doing things that have been unbelievable and there will be people after you so like enjoy that moment while you're doing great things and just continue to get better like so that's how I feel about the young players in terms of the success that they get mm-hmm. is like it's, it's instant it's instant it's, it's so you got a long instant. way to go like we're trust me we're as pros and they and they they'll understand this and not just the Duke team but just young guys in general like we're waiting for you like I'm waiting. studying <laughs> These high school kids, like I told JT, it's JT too, thinks I'm crazy. I've been watching JT since he was a sophomore in high school. I've been watching his moves. Too many outlets since he was, to see it now. You I knew he was gonna be a pro. I'm like, just in case. I'm, yeah, it's too many things. I watch them too. I gotta learn. Like I gotta keep my game sharp. Like yeah. what's the next thing that they're doing to to, to be better? So yeah. that that's the first part. But I also think that they're just like the natural talents are just coming easier to them too. Like yeah. Duncan and like, we used to like really glorify like people that were athletic and yeah. doing great things. They mm-hmm. were just like beast of people. And now things are just coming so easy to these yeah. young guys, like jumping out of gym. <laughs> I, I think a part of that though is what they looking at. You know, what we grew up looking at and what y'all grew up looking at is way different. Yeah, that's BCR why y'all takes. like, like skill wise, <laughs> like, that's what saying, like, like skill wise, <laughs> yeah. like y'all are, Dwarfing what we was being able. I'm talking about like fresh out, coming out. Y'all handle package. Everything Mm -hmm. is like 
10 times better. Like, you think about it, like, we was watching Tim Hardaway. He had the bop, bop. That was a lot. That was a lot. That was showboat. That was showboat, too. That was hot dog. Like, you hot dog between behind, like, just rapping it. That was like showboat. doing the reverse was like, that was the illest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, y'all, the Euro then came. Like, it's like, now you got the, you know, evolution of the step back and how everybody doing that and the creating the space. And then the rules changing, getting easier. So it's like, we and then like you said, you could dial it up on YouTube. Like my kid could go turn on YouTube and just look at this move and do it over and over. Like we mm -hmm. had no access. They could pull it up on their phone, computer, tablet, anything. So now it's like they coming through the door. Yeah. With right. everything. Yeah. yeah. Trying to Sometimes do everything. Right. Too, That's like, the thing. It's yeah. not discipline. Everything. It's not honed in. It's not focused. It's not. I tell you. I tell you. He is one talented fucker. I tell you. But no, he, That's real. Because when he everything. got here, I was. I told Jeff. Like, just real talk. So I called Jay when I say, yo, Jay. I say, Young boy, special though. <laughs> he was like, yes. no, no, he's really good. He's, I said, no. Nah. <laughs> I said, Jay, I said, no, nah, he out here doing some stuff right now. Like, yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this much this quick. Like, I knew, I knew you could score. I knew you could score when I saw you at Duke. I was like, he had, you know, the mid-range that people don't really have. Like, he yeah. was able to, you yeah. know, pose people up. And I knew he could score, but I was just like, I ain't think he was just gonna come yeah. through and well, you kick know, in I the door like that. You know, everybody from the Luke do their thing. You know what I'm saying? I just had to put that out there. I just had to put that out there. I knew he was king. You know what I'm saying? Come from the Luke, you know? Just just let y'all know. When I came up, I got the opportunity to play at Mike Camp and play against Jordan and other college players. When I was 14 years old, 15 years old, I was playing in the program, the Bonner League, and got a chance to play against Anthony Bonner and Larry Hughes and get them type of experiences. What was them key moments when you was coming up young and you, it was an experience that like, oh, I seen a different level. It made me level up. For me, you know, like you said, playing in the Bonner League, you know, in the summertime every weekend, you know, I remember that from as early as I remember, you know, walking and just being with my dad. I remember we used to pull up to the gym and you had that, that all black phantom sitting outside. And I used to be like, I called my mom, like, my black D got a phantom. I need that. I'm, I'm going to give one. Bro, it was Straight inspiring up. the youth, boy. You Man, was inspiring the up. youth. The Bonner League was in the hood and yeah. he had it sitting outside like a trophy. You know, I was only eight, nine, ten years old, but you know, that's all I wanted to do was just, just go to the gym, shoot on the side hoop. And then when y'all start playing, you know, make sure I was watching. Because uh, my pop, he would always make me sit down. Yeah. When the game started, <laughs> yeah, I had to sit that. down. <laughs> I, I had to watch. And he would ask me, he would always ask me on the way home, like, what you see, how you how you see Darius score, you know, how many dribbles did he take. And at a young age, I, he, he made me realize, like, you know, how to really just think the game instead of just trying to go out yeah. there and do all yeah, the flashy that's, stuff. That's, not that's, right yeah. that's, that's like cheating on the test. You got the answers already. You <laughs> just got to make sure you, you you studying them. And them experiences, so, yeah. It started with me, fourth grade. I mean, my dad was taking me to New York to uh, try and think about the recreation center. It was in the Bronx, and that's where my dad grew up. So he used to take me there every Saturday, and then I just remember I was probably like five or six and we were in the layup line. And I'm like thinking about this too, just imagining it. Everybody's going up with their right hands. And my dad is like waiting at half court and then everybody starts going on their left hands. And you know, when you're five and six, most kids are still shooting on the left side with their right hand. Yeah. And I was the only player in the line that was going up and like trying to 
Yeah. My dad was like, nah, work on it. He was like, yeah. nah, work on yeah, it. You, you need to have this. You need yeah. to have this. And he was like, nah, state. Yeah. So when I used to go home, that's how my dad trained me. Like, turn on the car lights, put the cones out, built the hoop out there. Going to work. Between behind, between behind, crossover. And he used to, like, get mad at me when I didn't want to do moves his way. Like, and yeah. that, when I, that's when I knew I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a rebel for the rest I'm of my life. I'm going to do my like, own combination. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, he was like, yo, you got to do it this way. I'm like, you got to get your power from your back. I'm like, dad, but I could do it this way. Like, <laughs> right. and I'm quicker, like. Going this yeah, way. Yeah, so and then I started kind of figuring out, like, all right, I got to start working on my own. So I just used my backyard, snow, rain, whatever. Going to the park, trying to be the best in West Orange, where I was from, then in Jersey, or in my county, then around the county, and then the state, and then trying to be the best in the country. But my dad was always telling me, like, I had to beat my dad first. I didn't beat him until I was 16. So that shit really bothered me. Like, I had to wait 16 years to beat that dude. Like, 16 years trying to be the master at work. Like, and my dad played at BU, did his thing, but he was just... He shot from behind his head. He did like some crazy <laughs> routine. He did Old some crazy school. routine at the yeah. free throw line. And then he used to tell me about my Uncle Rob, but it, he didn't really like explain to me how good my Uncle Rob was. Like he was nice. a bad dude. Like, bad. So, you know, and then uh, it was like I would watch him play pickup and I would sit on my ball and I would watch him mm-hmm. just watch, watch. And I'd go in the park and mimic it. Yeah. I go in the park. I'd be like, "Damn, my dad! My dad used to hit like these crazy off glass shots." Yeah, and that's what I love most. Like he was like, "Why don't you use the glass? Why don't right. you use the glass?" And that's when, in the games, when I start taking those crazy shots, I learned that from my dad. Like, mm-hmm. use the glass. Like that's well, the best thing you can use. Crazy shots. I seen you float that thing from the free throw line. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dang. I said, "Ooh, that's free throw line." <laughs> hey, nah. So that's one of the things. Like, I, I said, "Dang." Hey, that one. <laughs> that's when you just fucking around. Yeah, I was fucking around yeah, with the game. I was like, "Let me try some shit out." Make hey, sure my elbow pointed at the rim. No, it looked good. Hey, look, so that's what I told, like, when I told Jay, same thing, like how I said, I ain't think you was going to be that nice, right? You remember when we first met you at Jay House. He's like, he Yo, said, he's sizing standing, me up. He's, he's sizing me at Jay up. House. I'm looking at the dude. Like, I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, I know I don't look like no good. Man, because like, like he said, we ain't get it but a sample say. He played like 10, 11 games in college. I'm like, eh. I'm like, this little dude, frail. He little. I'm right. like, man, I'm like, I don't know. I talked, I, 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 talk, yeah. I don't know, Jay. I got to see. Jeff, like, no, cute. He's cute. He's tired of your pain. I'm like, all right. I'm like, <laughs> just, he, just like Jeff. Jay, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you got the little eyes wide on you. Like, cute, cute. <laughs> all right. I'm like, all right, Jay. I'm like, I got it. Whatever, right? Cause you remember you and Rio, my homeboy yeah. playing 2K and mm-hmm. Ali run. We in there playing 2K and all that. So I'm like, cause I was still in. I was. This was my last. That was the year I played in Miami. The year he came. So we came and checked him out. So I'm like, all right, cool, man. But he get the book and I'm like, all right. So I tell him, you know, after real year, he does. Then I'm like, all right, so I'm like, all right, so okay, okay. But then it's like, to me, in my opinion, like when the lights is they brightest and they shine, they bright. You show up your biggest, mm-hmm. like. This is what I mean by that. Like, you went to the rookie game, got rookie game MVP. You won a three-point contest. You went on the MVP. I mean, you went in the finals and you hit the big shot to win it. You know what I'm saying? Like, in those moments, when you got your chance, when you served notice at USA camp, when all the stars was down, you going through that thing like Curly Neal and showing up like, look, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I'm like, Jay, when you want a three-point contest, I say, Jay, I say, wait a minute, young boy got a little switch. Like yeah. when the lights show up, like he 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 got he turned special. Like like yeah. some of the greatest shooters, they ain't never won a three-point contest. And you don't hard. show no type yeah. of like, you know what I'm saying? Like them shots, yeah. like yeah. LeBron said here. 
gave him the ball and everybody stood on this side of the court and what he did, he delivered. Like yeah. I'm to like that's special. Like so what you feel like you got you you got that from just to like when it's when it's the most on the line, when it's when it's when it's go time, like I'm 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 in my best moment. I'm cool, calm and collected. Cause like that's what I know. I won a three point contest and I and I lost two. So yeah. I know yeah. and you, you know, know like, that it's like you gotta find him, that was... you gotta find that zone where you speeding up but you still in your chill. Cause you don't you gotta get them off, but you gotta be you gotta have your and it's like it's hard to do. It's like it's not an easy thing. You think it's like nah, it's not easy. Like when you sit on that little stump and it's like it's your turn. That's when you say, oh shit, it, it, it shit just got real. Oh, like four, three, two, oh, one. It's like oh shit, you know. Yeah, no, nah, it get, when it gets like that. That's when it's like that's when it gets fun. Like that's when the time of the game where it gets so fun for me because the unexpected can happen and what you've been working on. I feel like it's a chance to really show. Like, okay, you thought I was about to do this. You've been watching this, but shit, I'm, I already know what I'm doing out right. here. And then you have a flow and then playing against the best. It's, it's nothing like it. Like, I love being in that competitive environment, going against the best of the best. Everybody's up to play. Like, you know how in the regular season it could get, it could get repetitive. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? And you like... Yeah, where's the competition like right, and then yeah. you know it's maybe a tv game and it's 82 it's like, yo, you want to yeah up. like you want to yeah. have fun doing it like yeah. and i think the biggest thing what i try to share with him is that it's a marathon like but in the meantime you could do things to help yourself prepare for what the moments look like down the line right, so yeah. that eight point stretch that you're trying to get like okay get a quick layup all right get a three get to the free throw line now you got a quick seven you really trying to average 25 for the season all right this is how you get your 25 like yeah. map it out in four quarters like all right yeah. i'm gonna be aggressive for the next three minutes it doesn't mean don't pass it just means like do what you do yeah make something so happen. it's like now it's like you pinpoint manage the game and then in the bigger games i'm like all right i gotta manage it even more now i need my teammates but how do i get my teammates to raise their level i'll raise my level like let's go for the guts and glory you already know those type nights when it's like Kai ain't fucking around. Like, let's go. Right. Let's do it, bro. Like, let's rock because we're going to see them again. I came in a time where the point guard position was being revolutionized. So, like, now it's coming. It's like, the ball, fire. it was 2011. Like, John was the year before me that got drafted. Dame came one year after me. Steph was, like, really starting to get healthy and hit his stride. And um, Steve Nash was still in the league. But that idea of that point guard was like, oh, he has to score more. Like, Steve Nash was getting, you know, his 14 and 13, and he was cool, like 15 and 15, like really just diamond. And then it was like Steph was getting 40 and 8 now, and he's pulling these unbelievable threes, and then John is speed demon up and down the floor, getting up them (sighs) possessions. Like, so like me coming out, I'm like, what is going to be my niche? Like, where I see John, okay, they going under his screens. Okay, so they're going to try enter, to test me. Enter the most unbelievable layup package <laughs> in the history of the game. He, he bodies big boys without dunking on them, everybody. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, listen, I told you, I said, yo, this man layup package, I don't know if it's because of Uncle Rod or what, what's going on, but this man layup package is spin off the revolutionary. Yo. You talking about Smitty's under the rim, boy. They used to spin it off the corner of the backboard and make it go in all the time. used to. 
Just yeah. concentrate. Like, he used to do that. So I used to hate that. I couldn't do that. I, I used to, I used to do that. Know, I was short. So I, had to, I used you know, to do that just standing still, like in practice in under the rim. I ain't never did that in game as a layup. <laughs> when he say I used to do that, I used to be like, we standing there BSing around. I could twirl it. As yeah, I couldn't twirl it, though. I couldn't even get to that level. in life did half the layups that this boy be doing. Boy, I'd be like, oh, man. No, I, I can't. I I didn't have that length, like like John. So I was like, and I, I had been watching John too because I was like, I was in love with his athleticism. Like he was just Everybody. just left hand, like, and I was I used to dunk with my left hand. I used like I wanted to be in my backyard trying to dunk and like be athletic catching oops and I'm like nah. <laughs> I started going there where Andrew Bynum and freaking Andrew Bogut, <laughs> motherfuckers bodying me. I'm falling on the floor. No. Yeah, let me try something. Let me. Yeah. All right, so now it's like, all right, I'm going to use my athleticism. Now I got to get craftier. I got to beat guys to the rim. If I body them, I got to see angles. The basketball and the leather of the basketball is different than what I played with in college. So, like, the Nike basketballs used to spin. Like, they used to really, really spin on the glass, like the leather. And then when I got to the league, the leather is like, you know how when it, only time it gets like, you could feel it is when it's wet or like when it's an older basketball. He's saying to me, everybody, he's saying, you know how, I don't know how. This is is a whole different level of handling the ball and like being one with the ball. He's talking about the leathers and the, I I do get as a shooter, yeah, the college balls with different, but like, when you start talking, I ain't handled the ball like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm. Go ahead, I'm, yeah, no, no. I'm being educated right here. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, I just had to adjust. So just adjusting to like the athleticism that I was lacking, but making up for it and being craftier. For me, as y'all probably know, just when you when you first get to the league, it's like you you trying mm-hmm. to prove a point and, and prove to everybody that you know you belong and, and not only belong, but that. You know, you're going to be one of the best players. And, you know, that's the mindset I had from the first game, and especially when the playoffs come, because, you know, in the playoffs, that's when not just basketball fans, but everybody watch basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest stage. And, you know, I got to take advantage of that opportunity. So I wanted to prove that, like, you know, the playoffs is, you know, the biggest stage and then I could perform on the highest level. You know, as a young player, that's really big. You know, you're trying to make a point and, you know, let it be known that you deserve to be, you know, in the league. Yeah. For a young guy coming in, you got like a unique game. It's not a lot of not a young guys. They either shoot the three or just get to the hole and try and dunk. Like for you, you got a serious mid-range game. So like you can mid-range post up. You got the height, the length to shoot over people. You great at, you know what I'm saying, creating separation with different moves, getting your step back off and doing being able to do different things. Like he play like an OG right now. He got yeah. like an old school type game just yeah. from the standpoint that he not out there three-point thirsty or he was really using a mid-range game. And that's something that you know, these days, that's not a big part of the NBA. Mm-hmm. As a young boy, how did you get that going that soon? Uh, you know, my dad, he like six six, but he was a he was a big man. So you know, strong. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust me, I played against him in college. Trust me, Conference right. USA, Paul, <laughs> St. Louis, big ass no legs. Yeah, no legs. No legs. No legs. He skipped legs Chicken there. Legs. Like Justin, I'm calling you out now. I'm telling you. Upper body. Upper body. You look like a strength coach now. Lower body. Like one of them cartoon figures, you know. Oh man. You when when I was younger, because my mom's tall, so you know he knew I was gonna be tall, and he didn't want you know somebody to just label me as a big man, so he wanted me to play the perimeter. But, you know, when you're young, everybody just wanted to shoot threes and, and do floaters, try to smack the glass so you can <laughs> right. dunk. 
So with, with, with me, you know, he wanted me to, to try to be different, you know, try to be able to score from everywhere. So we would go in the gym and, you know, we would just jab step in the middle of the, of the floor and, and, and jab step on the wing, you know, one dribble to the right, one dribble to the left to like, that was just like all I knew. And then I, I start remember I had YouTube and Kobe was my favorite player. Huh. And I remember one day he came in the gym and I just started doing like turnaround fadeaways. He was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, yo, that, that's my favorite play. And I, w- I would practice it on, on my own until it became a part of my game. You know, my dad was the first one. You know, he just tried to teach me everything that, you know, nobody really taught him because, uh, you know, he wanted me to try to reach my goal. Since you're speaking of Kobe, like, uh, we wanted to ask y'all the things that you got from Kobe since both of y'all had a chance to work out with him and pick his brain and, and get all the jewels that he could have dropped off on y'all to, to the make Mamba mentality. <laughs> What's, what's that, up with that the mentality? <laughs> I was that experience, and to be like, shit, Kobe, my homeboy. Like, I got his number, I can call him. And did he tell you? I know that's a real. At the end of it, he <laughs> said, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us about that experience. That was unreal moment for me. Uh, just you know, being so young and first year in the league. You know, Kobe's always been my favorite player since you know I can't remember. Since I was like two or three years old. And, I remember in the playoffs, he was doing that, that detail thing. Yeah. And I remember I, I got out of practice, I looked at my phone, and I saw he tweeted me, and I, like, dropped my phone. <laughs> I was like, yo. So I remember I watched it at least 50 times. And then, you know, he got my number. He was texting me throughout the playoffs, and he was saying, you know, you ever in L.A., you know, you want to work out, you know, just let me know. And as soon as I got to L.A., I text him, like, oh, I'm here, you know, whenever you got time. You know, let me know. Like, how nervous was you when you was doing the text? Like, like man, I hope he going to text me back. I hope <laughs> he really so, meant man. it, right? Like, yeah. trust me, I, I know the feeling. You, you, you mm. read about him first. You mm. just went nah. on and did it. The crazy thing is, he took two days to text me back. <laughs> 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 Look, he's there, he looking at it every day. Hey, like, you know, every hour. It's like, like, delivered. <laughs> like, damn, man. I know yeah, it's say delivered. It went, it went to some number. It went to the number he contacted me from the first time. Should I call him and make sure it rings? I ain't want to text him. Again, <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> hey, that was part of the mama man mentality. He had to make sure you was ready. Right. He ain't text me for two days. As soon as he texts me, I text him right back. <laughs> Immediately. That thing was like an auto reply. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on you. I'm out of the office. No, I'm here. I'm right here. Right. <laughs> I'm right around the corner. <laughs> what happens though? That happens. I mean, we got a chance to work out, and I met with him like two or three times, but we worked out once, and uh, you know, uh, it was, it was great. You know, just the the little things that you know he said that he paid attention to, yeah. watching my game, and, and the things that you know he did when he was working on the summer. He was telling me like one summer I, he was like I just worked on my reverse pivot for, for three months, and he was like that's when I averaged like thirty seven. Yeah. Hey, but let me just say, like, I had to, I had to really see that movie up close and personal. That is the Mamba. Like, we got drafted yeah. in the midst of the first three P. That yeah. was the one dude. Like, he'll do anything. Y'all watched him shoot left hand threes, like left hand anything, like, his, right, like just whatever. Like, he'll do anything on the court. Like for real though. Yeah. yeah. Like no and you know, like the way I played, I was like, all right, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Chicago. I'm, I'm a G. I'm right. a beast. Try him. Yeah. <laughs> He's smart enough to know. Okay, you can't fight me out here. You're not gonna beat yeah, me. Yeah, you're not gonna beat me up. And like you know how people, all right, yeah, like, try me. I'm, a, I'm a forty. I'm a. 
he really gone 50. Yeah. <laughs> he really gone 40. He really gone 60. He really gone 81. You, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you ain't seen nothing like this, yeah. boy. I'm telling you. Like, that's why I say, like, in the conversation, a lot of people, I feel like he just get left out of this whole, how they say LeBron and, and MJ, like, like, in my humble opinion, it's, it's MJ then him. My peers, the people that I know, when we sit and we talk, it's a complete difference. Yeah. yeah. It's a complete difference when you're talking about. Those dudes are just dumb. Yeah, when you talk about Kobe and LeBron, it's a yeah. difference. When Shaq left, it seemed like he had something to prove, and that's when he was getting the 40 games in a row, the, the multiple 40 games, the 60 mm -hmm. games. Bro, the, the man the, the, the 81. Like 40s and 50s on the days he had to fly in on game day coming from trial and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He was. He went on a tour from like, the, that last year on. Games up. That we travel. None of us. We don't. We don't do that for yeah. a reason. Smith was coming in. Whatever you want to say, jet lagged or what have you. Like we are complaining. We get in late. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. man, we the flight got in. We got in at like three in the morning. Did they report that or something? Like my man was getting in yeah. hours before the game. Fresh from a crazy stressful mm -hmm. scenario and bodying whoever in front of him. Yeah. The numbers y'all put up in the finals, the, the 40 point games you and LeBron put up together, mm -hmm. I haven't seen that since Kobe and Shaq. Like yeah. two players just so dominant that you can't stop. It's like, I'm giving it to Kobe, I'm giving it to Shaq. That's how, how dominant they was. Like if, if Shaq had 39, Kobe had 36. Yeah. You know, it was like, and to see y'all when y'all was doing that, it was like, man, I ain't seen that in a minute. Like that's, you know, when they was doing that, it was 2000 to 2003. Mm -hmm. So for y'all to do it then, that was the first time I seen players to be on the team, and it was just them two so dominant that man, y'all putting up eighty some points together. Yeah, and that's and that's why that's why I went to him for advice yeah. was being part of a great duo, a great team, mm -hmm. and you he runs at a point in his career, and I'm a point in my career. He has a vision for what he wants it to look like for the rest of the way he's playing and then I have a vision of what I want it to look like over the course yeah. of this you know what I mean our windows are different right now like right. he's still yeah. an incredible player but I'm like yo I, I want to yeah. I'm, I'm right here with you and I, I want the respect I want you know I want to earn it I'm going out there yeah. to try to prove something just like you are I want to I want the accolades I want I want to do yeah. all that stuff I want my own shoe no like, different than him. Yeah. yeah I want those same goals <laughs> and, and like I see the same thing and, and what me and Jay talk about now we're six years apart and I try to tell him, I'm like, look, I'm a liaison between all of this. I want you to be strive for greatness. I, I, and I'm gonna help. Like I'm whatever you need me to do, I'll get out your help way you. once yeah. you get to that point. Like yeah. that's what you go ahead. Like yeah. it's your today. Yeah, you want yeah. it? Go take it. And I and I tell Jay as well. I'm like, yo, me and you in this, going for the guts and glory when it's all on the line. I know I need you right next to me. So yeah. let's get this thing going. And I. And I have different relationships with all my teammates, but specifically with him, how special I mean, that, he is. That's yeah. what I love about it. That's why I love this whole scenario. Like, it's family. And that's why mm -hmm. I say, like, we genuinely watch y'all all the time. We root for y'all all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like you said, like, everybody love all their teammates and, that, and all of that stuff. But like you said, like, this is, it's a different scenario. You feel like this is like a little brother to you. Like, mm -hmm. I was loving Don't call him a little brother. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Brother, I'm not going to do it on taller, camera, but, you know, know little big brother. Same thing with me and him, though. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Like, I was, the, I was the big brother, but he was bigger than me or whatever. And he still, he went number three. Yeah. I went 18, but it was still the big little brother dynamic. But yeah, it's, like you know, a lot of people from outside looking in would have thought that I was 
probably superior over him. When we got to the league, they thought with. people didn't even know I was in the NBA sometimes. They thought I was just homeboy. They thought I was just hanging <laughs> with Like, literally, he was always, at first, I always treated him like my big brother because he was he was always older than me, and I came up under him. So, mm-hmm. you know, the respect there is just like, I ain't going to never disrespect that. You and, know what I'm saying? And that's why I love for you to be that big brother for him. Not only because you one of the best players in the league and you can show him what it is to be like that because I feel like he's heading that direction so you can show him how to handle himself with that. But just in general, you know how it is. When you come in this league, you need that. You know, whether you'll realize it when you get way further down the league, when you see different people in your class yeah, and peers that didn't have the same thing, because you don't realize it while you win it. When yeah. you have it and when it's there, when it's right up in your face all the time and it's there from day one, you think it's the norm. Yeah. So it's something that you may take for granted or may not even be aware of how good you got it. Somebody, y'all got the same age and y'all got Jeff and Amanda on the same page who all, it's a it's a whole family of everything. Every team ain't the same. You got him that's been through everything six times over. They could tell you this, that, and the third. There could be, you know, sometimes it's gonna be something that you may don't wanna hear. Sometimes it may be something that you need to hear that you might don't need to hear from Jeff or Amanda and he's the perfect person to be able to deliver it to you because he is more of a peer and it's not from a this adult figure or you know authority figure type situation where it's a, it's a peer. Y'all could chill, be chilling at the crib, playing video games and he'd be like, yo, such and such and such. And it's something that you know your best friend, right. your pops, your, nobody can tell you because y'all in that practice facility, y'all and everything. That was the thing that me and him had. Nobody could, like, our best friend can't sit there and comment on this because you wasn't there. You just mm-hmm. gonna say something because you're my best friend. He can tell me from the stance, or I can tell him from the stance, like, nah, I was there for the entire thing. You was wrong when you did this. You was right when you did that. But, like, I was there. I'm not just speaking and trying to side with you. Like, that's where he can keep it real and be honest with you and be authentic and help you in those ways. Even you stuff don't have Jeff to... can't see. Exactly. You know, the, Jeff and the, the man, nobody can't yeah. see this, but he can be there and you know that it's a genuine, authentic, and he's in your corner type deal, and you don't have to question that. Yeah, because every team is not the same, you know? This leads to the other question, like, what I want y'all to touch on is, like, none of us from St. Louis ever been in a type of organization mm-hmm. or played in an organization like the Celtics. You're coming <laughs> from St. Louis and getting the opportunity to come right out the gates. So, su- such a historic organization. <laughs> y'all hate me. No, it ain't like, hate. Hey, I said this from the beginning. How y'all, he did, you did touch on it. I didn't. It's gonna be like this, bro. They always mention St. Louis. We got to be like, nobody from St. Louis ever went to the... Hey, so I'm just saying. We got to stick with No, because like, you know, because like you was in Cleveland and they was losing and you know how it'd be different and then you walk into an organization that, like, every organization is not the Lakers, the Knicks, the Celtics. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Have this type of environment. But yeah. you know going into it, like... What type of environment does the... Does the those three teams have. <laughs> no, but they got a history. <laughs> no, they got a history of yeah, you know winning. What I'm they got a different type of history, and when you walk of into winning. a big time, but like these are a- these are teams that's been there forever. No, but he's saying. I think I, I get what you're saying, Dima. You, I get what bro. you're saying. Thank don't you, don't let him don't let him take away well, from what your question. Franchise like yes. the Celtics. Because right. like I say, just Danny Ainge <laughs> and the story. history and, and uh, what he bring and the the expectations he have and y'all and the expectations that Celtics Not that they have for y'all. Yeah. What do y'all? Uh, what's the type of feeling that y'all get when you walked in? That type of place. Well, 
He he was drafting. I I tell him like how special that is. <laughs> tell him. Lucky. I'm like, yo, you you got drafted by the Celtics. Like yeah. Danny Ainge, three time champion, yeah. president, drafted Man. you like he saw something in you, not just for two years, three years, but like down the line of being a franchise player. Like yeah. he traded for me. Like yeah. I was in the midst of my career where it was like I had gone into Cleveland, and I tell him this too of what it looks like on the other side of being a top draft pick yeah. and going in, and the team had just lost 28 yeah. in a row the last season. So <laughs> I didn't have the had Antoine James, Anthony Parker, Anderson Verjob, but the veteran leadership of being around like somebody in my position that I could you know look Lean up to. Where it was like yeah. I had Ramon Sessions where I had to battle, mm-hmm. but uh, you know I won that battle. Initially, once I first started on camp, I was like, I'm going at him. Like, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm taking his spot. Need first his and spot. I need this. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. starting now. Like, but it's no disrespect, but that's what you got to do when that's you come to the league. definitely what you got to do. I did deal with a lot of losing, and that shit sucked. Like, I took a lot of the responsibility. I won 17 like, out of 82 in Cleveland. Oh, my goodness. We got better every year. We got better every year. But that 17 out of 82 like, in Cleveland. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I tell Jadis, too, like, of what it looks like of being on the other side of, like, this is... Not bad. Struggling to find chemistry and continuity. Heaven. Not bad. <laughs> Being in where you thinking about where you going for All-Star break already because you're waiting for All-Star break to end to get to the end of the season. Key yeah. word he said, he said trying to figure it out. Like, you know that, like, okay, we need to figure it out, then we going to be straight. Like, what he's talking about is, like, there's no figuring anything out. <laughs> there's no nothing. It's just, like, nothing. let's take these ass whoopings, and right. we're going to go to All-Star, go and then by April 16th, my car's going to be at home. I'm going to be <laughs> where I'm going, <laughs> and, and we good stuff. for the summer. Early. Flights oh, is already in booked. Game, like, hey, like what, flights what are, we doing are booked tonight? by, yeah. like, yeah, let's get this game over. What are we doing April. tonight? Like, you know what I'm saying? We we lived that, being with the Clippers. Like, and no, don't doubt. Come on, fellas. Here we go. Take that shot. We got to get to the next city. Like, people think, like, yo, y'all not standing Man, we in Chicago and so fast. We oh out of here, like you man. know, yo. I just think I'm finna die on that play, man. <laughs> yeah, the play going too. just up and down. We going through all kind of storms. Lakes going over the lake. So basically, oh. for him, is the other thing that I that I loved and that, that, that was tied into this whole family thing. Like last year, it was it was whack. You got hurt or whatever, but mm-hmm. like young boy got the rep. It. Mm-hmm. He got to step up. The boy was repping the shoes, breaking out all the new shoes. From day one, you lucky to have, like, it ain't too many people. Like, every shoe been killed. Yeah, I was I was talking about JT, too, in terms of wearing the shoes last year. That was, like, all love, too. That yeah. was, that like, was sick. I wanted I him was, to be the... I was telling Jay that I was, like, all that he still get to collection. get them all. And you get to be, like... I'm the one featuring them. I'm wearing the new yeah. hotness on all of the blogs, yeah. everything on every yo, social media. Like Tatum man. had these rock, on the night. Out, like, yo, give him everything. I told him like give him every, whatever, give him everything. Sure, the Wheaties, yeah. Powers like, Female, like that, do it all. Like, time out though, like the collab, like not like first of all, like I said, you already had like a sick shoot, a style, like just from you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I was a pro scout. I was director of play development with, with the Pistons, and I saw. Plenty, like I got to see everything. People, Nike IDing it, all that mm-hmm. from the first shoot. Like how did the collabs with like the the whole General Mills? Like that was sick. Like how you come with the with Jeff. the cereal boxes, Jeff, with yeah. the, with Jeff the plastic wrap, like the like that's J E Dub. Jay going to everybody, J-E like Duff. just yeah. working, like just J-E like Duff. hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to get you in the Wheaties box. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? You yeah, know how so a big deal that, that yeah. is? Like how many J-E Hoopers Duff. have been on the Wheaties box? It's like no, we gonna get Uncle yeah. Drew and you. 
Wait, what, Jeff? Like, J-E-L. Yeah, wait, hold on now. We're going to do a, a kicks, a cinnamon toast crunch. We're going to do it all. Now, now we're going to we get you in the supermarket. Yeah, now, we're going to get your face on there. Cocoa J-E-L. Pebbles, I did with Johnny Cena. Like, I was like, yo, Jeff. J. Go ahead. Do your thing, Jeff. I was like, I was, sometimes I'll be like, right, come on, Jeff. Let's, let's yeah, roll. He, he, I need he, you here. I need you there. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, that, we is, did that. that is the J E double. Those collabs. Oh, we was, we was big on shoes when we came out. Mm-hmm. We got a. We was fortunate to sign a deal with Jordan Brand and Lucky Man. Like we used to get Lucky. This was Lucky. Y'all motherfuckers, Lucky. Everybody that signs with Jordan Brand knows that they get freaking truckloads. Yeah, we, we was very <laughs> lucky. You very guys have lucky. so many shoes of Jordan. You don't even know what to do with them, bro. I, like, couldn't, I couldn't believe it that I had. Jordans that I folks you was dying for back at home. <laughs> oh, I just couldn't believe that I was sponsored by it. But we was getting them, man. We used to get exclusive shoes and we used to go to the mall. It wasn't no social media. We used to go to the mall so people can see them and be like, yeah, you're going to get them color, but for these the colors ain't now. Right, now. We had the three months and stuff. Yeah, just sitting there like this, like, huh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the employees and everybody, like, what is going on? Like, what, with like your shoe collection, show out. Uh, y'all showboats. All y'all Jordan athletes are showboats. Y'all just <laughs> love showing up to appearances. Uh-huh. Probably no, a pair. Of- way better than the so. There's so many exclusive out there and yeah. so forth. On like even with with your shoe collection. Like I said, you you, you roll with Kyrie stuff, but he, he chomping thing. at the bed. He ready for his shoe. Yeah, yeah. He ready for his own so shoe. He ready for that. Mm-hmm. He so, like I, I, I like rapping Big Bro, but I'm ready for my own <laughs> yeah. shoe. You know and I'm, I'm perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. It's your time. Get your colorways. Yeah. Get your emblem. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is the how time. you get in the. This is, the this is where you it. start. Like this is where I started from. Yeah, it definitely helps being with him, just seeing all the creative ideas that he has. Yeah. And, you know, looking at his shoes, you know, it definitely gives me, you know, some great ideas. Yeah. Kyrie, with you, uh, like I said, everything you do be exclusive. That's what I like about everything that you do, from the Uncle Drew, from the shoes, mm-hmm. from everything. With, uh, people talk about you, they don't give you the cred I feel like you deserve, not just on the court, but off the court of everything that you do exclusive. Explain some of the, your exclusive stuff. Yeah. We're not giving too much, but, you know, the bright ideas. Like, because mm-hmm. you're the only shoe that come out with collabs and weedy boxes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see nobody. Your stuff is so set out different from Jordans, LeBrons, PGs, Durant's, Steph Curry's. It's something exclusive about yours. What makes yours and the ideas that you come with be so exclusive and so just on point? Well... I think the most important thing I try to show is love. Like, I try to show love to the youth, to the people that have come before me and the people that I'm in my generation with now, and then try to funnel a message through that. So, like, if it's if I feel like it's time to really put an emphasis and show a love light on women, then I want to release a women's only shoe. Mm-hmm. If I want to show something, like, homage to what I'm learning in terms of what I'm reading, then I'll have... Nike and I'll tell them something like that or if it's something I want for my family and friends to pay homage to where I come from or what I've done then I do that but it was like I don't want to keep releasing stuff that about my accomplishments and things that I would like to release things that come from me yeah. from what I mean as a person and then how much people mean to me and yeah. how much I watch and appreciate people and who they are I don't try to come out judgmental like I just try to show hella love those kids that are coming up those are the next ones. Yeah. Keep giving them free stuff like that's like just keep giving them stuff because because they can't always go out and get those hundred seventy five dollars shoes, two hundred shoes, and there was a fight with Nike for a little bit just with not a real fight, not yeah. a real fight, but <laughs> it was like just keeping the price point at mm-hmm. a great price. price. Yeah, so price so kids, yeah. 
they can get the hot stuff. Like it's coming from a, a great background. I know what I'm doing. I, yeah. I know what, you know, I love, appreciate Jordan's everything. I know how to pay homage to those before me, but the message, that yeah. was the most important. Nah, I, love, I think that's awesome. So right now we want to remind y'all, we on location in the boom boom. You might hear the Disney <laughs> fireworks in the, in the background right now. Cause they they starting to go off. It's, what a life to live! It's about that's what that's <laughs> what a life to live. I, my, our kids have no clue how blessed. <laughs> what a life to live! See the Disney so. fireworks they right see here. Disney yeah. fireworks every night, and it's not like they don't even care to come out anymore. <laughs> they seen it so many times. Not a big deal. I know it's a lot of money these days making in the NBA. What's the biggest thing y'all done bought outside of the house? No, no, no. Biggest thing you purchased. What's the first thing you purchased? The you first purchased? biggest thing you purchased. Put it like that. I know you kind of fresh into the game of purchasing new things, and I know you new money. He still so got what was some, the first biggest thing that was like, that you uh, like we all did. Our like, first I can't believe year, I just like, spent that on that. How much that was? Right. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> look, how, look, he already know. Look, he yeah, knows like, something yeah. already. Look, see, this is when the OG looked at like you said. You like that? I can't believe you, right? can't believe you just did. That. Oh, I see him. He got something. Yeah, right. He got oh, something okay. nice on his, on his wrist like, right there. Gold Rolly, I mean, that's the, <laughs> gold Rolly. Nice. Like, Secondly, I, I didn't have no roll. We, we didn't, come on, bro. We ain't had no. I ain't even get no Rolly to what? Fourth year. I wasn't in what? Fourth year. You way ahead of me, bro. I ain't get no rolly to like my ninth year. I wasn't even watches like Shit. that. I was rolly out. You gotta get you a rolly. Gotcha. I bought my mama a rolly. Like I bought that Jeff a rolly. My first big I purchase. Got a like when I got my first deal, my big deal with Phoenix, I bought like Jeff for show you. Yeah. He like the, to my Jerry Maguire, I got Jeff for rolly. I didn't yeah. even I didn't have no rolly. First watch he got me to buy that was nice. We was in the Bahamas. <laughs> you remember we all went to the Bahamas, yeah. Larry, all us, That's and what he I took. Tom, Tom. Phil doing, we go to the Bahamas now. I got yeah. a Cartier, yeah, I got a yeah. Cartier watch there at the at the Cartier at the Atlantis. And that was like the All nicest watch. On sale with the, yeah. That yeah. was the nicest watch I ever had. And then when me and Jay were in New York, he put me on some grown man swag and I got a Panerai. That was yeah. like the nicest, cleanest, like I got compliments on that. That's a conversation piece. You don't know nothing about that. You, <laughs> 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 you, you got to learn or something. Hey, like Jeff, J Double. J Double definitely Spell. always P-A-N. R A I. Panini. Panini. But no, nah, that was just once again J E Dub put me up no. on swag. Cause now when I'm around, I'm doing stuff like, is, is that a printer on mine? You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Like, you know what I'm I know what's going on. I'm like J Double boy, you got me a clean one now. Like, look, looking out. So what is what is, what's the purchase that you purchased there? Well, I first got drafted, you know. My mom, she moved to Boston. We both got apartments. I got her Escalade. I got myself a Range Rover. Y'all St. Louis guys are a lot alike. When yes. he moved to L.A., Mama Miles came with him, and, and you, you know, got to. you know, <laughs> this is what we do, bro. That's cool too. That's cool. wrong with that. I ain't, I'm just cool. you know, continue. <laughs> but I remember, you know, I, I got this like, uh, yeesh, this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this during the with season. With a sweatsuit jacket. He just wearing his rolly with a sweatsuit jacket. That's life. That's life. That's that new that's that new school drip. Like, you know, that's that new school drip. But I remember, you know, Nelly from St. Louis. I remember seeing Nelly in those videos. He had a rolly, was iced out. Yeah. You go, you know, Meek Mill got the watch, it's iced out. So I was like, yo, after the cause the playoffs, you get that playoff check. The bonus. Love the bonus. I said, Ma. I said, I'm sorry, but you know, we we get to the Eastern Conference Finals. 
I'm going to give me a roll. Uh, iced out rolling. Uh, I remember I, I, I So wait, wait, wait. That, that's not iced out. So is there an iced out rollie somewhere in existence? Is that what I need to know about? See, I, I pay attention to I pay attention uh, to context clues. He said, Ma, we get to these cars, I'm getting the iced out rollie. Now I'm paying attention. That watch is not, not it's a rollie, but it's not iced it's out. It's a rollie. So you know how it goes. Okay. You know, buying these purchases. Yeah, I know. Mama's looking out for your best interest. So you got to come up with a compromise. Okay. You got to come up with a compromise. Like, get you a Rolex, but this is the compromise. This is the compromise. The iced out brand kind of like tailed off. Like, boy, boy, I slap you. You get that big money, you get that ice. Like, right now, you about to get this right here, and it's going to be all right. Like, don't have me. Don't have me how to put hands on you, Jason. You come up here with some one piece of ice on that thing, it's going to be me and you. Uh, we made $8 million last year. We on a budget, baby. We on a budget. Hey, bro, we all had that combo. When I got my first got necklace, got I couldn't even tell my pops how much it cost for real. He what? just said, he told me, you know what, don't tell me. He was like, because I don't want to have to do this. Right now. I was just like, you know, I'm just not I telling I wouldn't even you. walk in the bank. I thought I can just get $300 out a day. That's all. I wouldn't even walk in the bank because I ain't never been in the bank. Right. Nobody take me in no bank to be like, here. Yeah. Took me in there and gave me an account and was like, yeah, you can get $300 off this card every day. That boy went on his J. Cole thing. He said, I won't be missing a nice watch. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. What's the big purchase? Did you he a little more advanced yeah, now. Yeah, so man. he, man. second contract, Max. What, no, man. what's the man. Wow. First, you know, I, first, let's stay with the first. first, first let's go with the first, first thing. Let's stay. Look, we going to keep it. No, I just didn't like. I didn't like his he reaction. He said something. He, he said like something he underneath his breath. Like, like he it just was go somewhere. You know, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let him talk. Okay. Oh okay. man. Uh, I came in during the lockout, so oh, yeah, I had eight hundred. I had eight hundred grand in my name. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my money when I first came out into the league when I first got drafted. So my first purchase was the S5 Audi. Mm. I was, Audi. I just needed a whip. Okay. I was happy to have a whip. Yeah. That's not really a big purchase, not, but not, I had 800 grand in my name. I was like, cool. you know. And then as I started getting older, that's and when my then, dad was like. And then. That's when my dad was like, well, what? what you? That's when the PJs, Rollies, <laughs> the, the like, you just get Do real irresponsible with your money. The S's you get on the end of plurals. The, that, that, thank you, Jason. I, the S's mean plurals. Somebody. He ain't say the Rolex. <laughs> Or the Jets, or the PJ. He said the Rolexes, the Jetses. <laughs> that's the then. That's the then where I was like, yo, I need all of it. And then when I stopped telling my dad about what I was buying on my debit card, because it was like giving them, you know what I mean? And Amanda knows it. Shout out to Amanda the Generous. You know, make sure everybody's yeah, good. Like, Take care us, yeah. Making sure she good. Make sure she keep everything. And like, if Jeff gets wind of it, I was like, one time I had to tell Amanda, I was like, Yo, stop telling Jeff <laughs> everything I'm buying, yo. So I had to tell, like, tell Jeff, yo, Kyrie, stop telling my what, dad wait, what I'm wait, buying. Are you, are, you, are you kidding me? What, 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 yeah. what, 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 Amanda told on me, too. Yeah, and I still yeah. love her to this me day. Me, too. <laughs> but Jeff, but then the Jeff told my dad. And my That's dad what, calling me like, oh, you, you trying to buy this? I'm like, oh, yeah. damn. Like, when he get on the phone with you, it's like, hello. What's up, Jay? Like, you trying to figure out what he know first. You're like, yeah, so... Okay, like, uh, <laughs> then you be like, okay, it's cool. Like, yeah, okay, so yeah. I buy that car. I don't know. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, oh, that boy, I thought he way, because he, the way every time he asked, he called you, it was like, something's wrong. Like, Kyrie, Jason, <laughs> like, like, Q, what are you doing? Like, what the hell are you doing? Is we everything okay, Jay? Like, okay, I'm trying to make sure you are. You sound like something might be going on. Like, mm -hmm. is everything okay? Like, 
I see his name. I'm like, what? What? What's, what's been going on? Like, That's what happened? We had to loosen them up. What bro. I we did. had to rock. We had to mess with them. I'm telling you, like, we had to really. We got at Jay. Like, yeah. y'all got a way milder matter Jay. Like, we had to we get used at. We fuck him. with him like we all used to the get time. At Jay. Right. He tells us some stories about all how he used the to time. Fight. Like, we used man, to mess with him. Man, bro, why never let him go? But yeah. like, we don't want to keep y'all all night, man. We want to do yeah. this last stuff and then try and wrap it up. So we got a little segment like. It's a little dicey for you because yeah. you was born like right at the end of this. It. It's, it's, it's called Better in the 90s. We know you was born right there. But you know, everything's so retro. So we feel it's like you should still have a good good amount of knowledge of some of the stuff that we who? talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, him. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hey, don't say who like yeah. that. I said, I said who like Because, no, I was saying that to Q. Yo, relax. Uh, yo, change the tone. Yo, change. Yo, this is what I'm saying. This is what I be it's, dealing with in the locker room. This is all day. the time with him. What y'all seeing right now, y'all seeing in real life. Like, y'all seeing the big brother, little brother dynamic. You be trying me all the time, Q. Because they're not. I had to slap him up, like, put him in the like, show him how you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, he tried look, hey, I'll tell you one time, though. He, he, he don't want. He don't want to step out the bus. Square up. <laughs> he don't want to step out the bus. He, he, he called me on the bus. He called me on the bus. Like yo, yo. I'm like yo, chill. Let's <laughs> get off the bus. I'm like get off the bus. What happened, yo? I used to whip Q all the time. I'm like yo. I'm like yo. You going to do this for the team? Now I got to come up and be the tough guy. Come on, man. No, we leaving. Stop. We leaving Minnesota. He's sitting like three rows behind me. You know, he he always talking, so I'm eating. He walk up on me like, what's up, what's up? <laughs> it's really I, my fault. It's really my fault. I tried him. I I'm, tried eating, him. I I'm eating mashed potatoes. Yeah. I'm like, yo, chill. Everybody on the bus laughing. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah. You. So I, I wait like five minutes go by. He back there on the phone. Took my book bag off, just dove on. <laughs> Put him in the head like real quick. <laughs> yeah, what's up now? Uh, these '90s topics. What's was better? Haircuts. Were they better in the '90s or they better now? I mean, some people get their haircut but don't get no line in. <laughs> they just want to shade it. Oh man, let's oh let's speak on that. Girl. I mean, I mean, <laughs> let's let's speak on that because I feel like you got the crispy lining right now. You definitely are posing that. To, 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 to my man's here. Look, I went through Not a now, but he, he goes through a lot to, of And he, he had a fro. He had the fro with the head. I yeah, like the head, but I feel like you was repping the head, man. What happened? Like we was head was band bandits. Did you try, did y'all catch that? Yeah, that was the knuckles. You know what I'm talking about? I, he go through a lot of phases. Yeah, I went through where I just let my beard grow and not get in the shape of. I was just like, yo, I'm just... I'm against the system right now. So he was cutting his hair, but not getting He was lashing out. Low cut, low cut. No shape up. Everybody like, yo, well, Kai, why you not getting shape up? I don't feel like it. Like, yeah. Stop asking. I'm just shaping up my beard right now. I'm letting it grow over my lip. I want to look like a feel. caveman. Yo. What did you yeah. think of that? You rock. I said, yo, Kai. I like Kai. that. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan me. of that. I like that. I do that time to time. Say, Kai, I rock with a lot of things that you do. <laughs> That's not one of them. <laughs> he do rag shorty all the okay, time. Okay, so, so time wave, out. Trying so, to get so, waves so, like so, your head. I get a cut all the time. So the vibe I get, time out. So the time I get. Is this, is this. That's not happening for you, no matter what do rag you like right now that you showed up in the car with a do rag. My fault, Q. He had a burger from a do rag. On the car, like shit, this shit laid like a fucking firm. So like now, do you, time out. Do you get the foul? Do you get the oh feel like God. it sounds like this Nino? It sounds like he Nino. I never like that. Pretty much, like, he was singing his. Like you hear me? Like he sound like he had him right now. Like, like he got in the car with a damn do rag on. Like what was going on? Like you know where we going right now? Like. 
get Fontaine with you. So her style's in the 90s. Her style's in the... Right now, who would you kind of pick? 90s hairstyles. These hairstyles now. right now is crazy. I'm going 90s, now. bro. I go now. Hey, I go now. Now I got better hairstyles? The free, no, it's freedom. It's, it's like people just It is stuff. freedom. It like Smart on way. our team, he got a Celtics. He got the Shamrock braided yeah, in his hair. Like I, Word, I, I, ain't yeah. see, I seen Scary Terry with some numbers cutting his hair and stuff like no, that's that. A that's a tattoo. Oh, he got a tat. Oh, that's his birthday. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought he had. Okay, yeah, they say they thought he was from Indiana. Ain't he from somewhere? Nah, three one seven. He from the Heights in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. No, I guess it's three one seven. That's why. That's that's yeah, true. That's 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 a, it's like an alarm clock, but it, that's his birthday. Three seventeen. Oh, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. I know that was a tat. Yeah, everybody. I heard it on TV. The announcer was like, "Yo, what's that?" Yeah, that's his tat. Better in the '90s or now, Charles Barkley. <laughs> Was he better in the '90s or is he better now? Shout out to uh, Chuck. Shout out to Chuck. I Shout love to Chuck. Chuck. Man. It's kind of hard. I love both versions. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he was more athletic he in, the in the '90s. 90s. I like. He better like in the '90s because round the mound, man. When he got that MVP in 1994, played against MJ. Had that, you know, he was just special then. When he oh, went to wow, Phoenix, he got traded to Phoenix and took that team to the finals. Took that team to the finals. That was very special. Even though he, you know, Robin Pound, he showed me a lot of stories about Chuck and, yeah. you know, how he was as a career player and what he did and yeah. how he accomplished all that. Yeah. And, you know, he just a, yeah, better. The road he went through. Mm-hmm. Super teams, were they better in the 90s or better now? Today. 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 Not even close. Wait, like, super teams? Super teams. I mean, you got the Blazers when they had Scotty. That was really old. I'm just saying they were old, but you had the Rockets. They potentially could have been a super team late the in Lakers, their career with Charles, King, Malone, and Peyton, and all them. But it wasn't really. They can't. They didn't win, so they could. But I'm saying though, they were going the against injuries. MJ though. They was going against yeah. Scotty, MJ, picking up full. They was pressing the whole game. You ever, you watched those? I know oh, you yeah. saw them shits. Oh, yeah. The defense had MJ, Scotty, BJ Armstrong, all them dudes with Dennis Robin. But the, they weren't really. I guess you could They were a super, a super team. team. Dennis Rodman was a super team. Right. Rodman, got three Hall of Famers. Rodman, Pip, and MJ. But prior to that, I didn't consider them a super team. Because, like, they were all homegrown. Scotty, Scotty came up on the MJ and became an all-star. As soon as the yeah. first time Scotty was an all-star, MJ was out of here. It yeah. was over. As soon as he got a co- co-star, it was over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I didn't feel like they was like running up for I MVP that year. I can't say they got robbed, that's a super team. But right. Before that, I didn't really think so. Yeah, so now, we'll say now. Uh, NBA draft night better back then or better now? I think it's better now. It's more exclusive. It's a bigger thing now. Yeah, it's more. It's an event. Yeah, it's like an suits. event. Back yeah, y'all was, yeah. y'all was country <laughs> back then. Hey, nah, don't say y'all. I had that gray boy on. Gray boy on. I ain't got no J Rose. Fresh braid up. I had a clean. I was cream boy. Fresh braid up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Shot time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> man, we're going to wrap it up. And you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let y'all get up out of here, man. We definitely appreciate y'all boys mm-hmm. stopping through the podcast. Oh, I got one, Saint, one more St. Louis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just wants the St. Louis thing going. But, man, we... we Darius and I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Stopping through the patio, aka the Boom Boom Room. Yeah. <laughs> we got Young Kyrie and Young Young Jay Tatum in the building, man. For the Celtics, two superstars. Uh, we appreciate them coming through, man. This family. Appreciate it, yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. 
Yo, check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Download, subscribe. Check us out. We out here. We getting it in. Knuckleheads. Yeah. The Players Tribute.com.